Welcome to Chaos Orchestra episode number eight, Knowledge Graph Learning. Typical machine learning deployments work pretty well with Euclidean data or low dimensionality data that can easily be transformed into numbers and vectors. But more and more of our knowledge is aggregated in multidimensional complex networks or graphs. And classical machine learning algorithms struggle to use this kind of data because knowledge graphs do not exist in Euclidean space. Graph neural networks, on the other hand, were designed to work with exactly these kinds of data. The intuition of graph neural networks is that nodes are naturally defined by their neighbors and their relations, and this kind of structural information is as important as the key value pairs that describe the node. Our today's guest is Giuseppe Futia, who is an expert in graph machine learning and a research scientist at Nexa. We're going to talk about the differences to classical machine learning approaches and whether graph neural networks can be applied to semantic knowledge graphs that have complex and dynamic data models. Furthermore, we're going to talk about the data loss when encoding these complex graph structures, but also of all the possibilities and opportunities that we have when being able to learn on complex graph data. Giuseppe is very interesting to talk to, and I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Giuseppe, what is graph learning? Graph learning includes a set of techniques in order to learn information from graph structure data. So as you probably know, deep learning has reached a huge impact in classification and prediction in a lot of tasks and exploiting specific data, for instance, images or text and etc. But in this specific case, in the case of images and text, uh, you have a, a prior knowledge on the representation of the data because uh, images can be represented as a grid while text can be represented as sequences. And deep learning techniques uh, uh, worked uh, very well on this type of data. And uh, these techniques uh, are very complex uh, in the case of uh, graph. Because in the, in the case of graph structure data, you have no notion, for instance, of a beginning and end of the data. You have notion of top or down. You have this complex structure. And um, uh, for instance, you have to adapt these deep learning techniques on graph. And uh, graph learning or graph representation learning, is uh, its main goal is to uh, learn the a vector representation for nodes and edges of the graph. And uh, when you are able to map the discrete, discrete representation of a graph into an embedding space in a vector, you can apply uh, this uh, learner, new learner representation for different tasks. For instance, you can predict uh, uh, the label of a node and this is particularly useful for classification tasks. Or in many cases, you want to predict uh, the most plausible relation uh, between two different nodes. And uh, this task is particularly interesting because it uh, encounters a lot of uh, application in the real world. Because, uh, for instance, for predicting uh, social network connections or for predicting uh, protein interactions, you need uh, this type of, uh, of techniques. And uh, there are also a lot of other applications, for instance, in the case of recommendation systems, 
if you want to recommend uh, a movie or a job or uh, I don't know uh, a jeans on, on Zalando, you can exploit this type of techniques uh, exploiting graph learning. So um, this, uh, this is a very powerful tool to, to resolve this type of, uh, of tasks. So, so you talked about label prediction and link prediction. Is it also possible to learn on top of semantic graphs, considering the ontology and the structure of classes and relation classifications and things like that? Uh, yes, it's possible. And maybe knowledge graphs are one of the most interesting graph structure because uh, in this case, we are uh, using knowledge graphs, we are able to incorporate human knowledge into intelligent systems. So we can apply graph neural networks and graph representation learning uh, on top of knowledge graphs, but we have to consider that in case of knowledge graphs, uh, you can have uh, multiple relations between different nodes, and these relations uh, uh, have a specific label that uh, is able to convey a specific semantics. So when you analyze this type of uh, data structure using graph neural networks, you have to consider these two points, because uh, in the most of uh, uh, the approach developed in the from the research community for uh, for graph uh, for graph representation learning uh, they usually consider uh, much more simple structures so a unique edge between two different nodes uh, no labels for these edges so in this case you have to consider that in knowledge graphs you have this type of uh, of, uh, of features in the in the representation and um, in this specific case, uh, the main idea behind graph neural networks for knowledge graphs and in general for other graph structured data is to uh, aggregate into the node representation, the, represent the representation of its neighbors. So the main idea is that at the end of the propagation in the network, um, a single node will incorporate its representation, but also the representation of its neighbors. And then you can exploit uh, this uh, updated representation to perform the tasks that uh, we mentioned before. So for instance, the, the link prediction. And, uh, and also in the, case in, in the case of knowledge graphs. Classical neural networks are very powerful, as I mentioned before, for data in which you have uh, uh, a well-defined structure. So in the case of images, you have a grid structure. And uh, for instance, implementations such as the convolutional networks have been uh, have demonstrated it's, uh, uh, they're powerful for analyzing this type of data in which you have uh, a very well-defined structure. In the case of uh, graph neural networks, uh, the network uh, should adapt to the topology of the graph. And in case uh, of the graphs, you cannot predict uh, uh, the, uh, the basic structure because you can uh, have a lot of different dimension, et cetera. So the main idea is that uh, traditional neural networks uh, can be adapted to uh, data that uh, are characterized by a well-known uh, representation. While in case of graph neural networks, uh, the representation, uh, in case of graph neural networks, they uh, these techniques are able to adapt to the topology of the graph. So they are able to follow the topology of the graphs 
and as a consequence, uh, analyze better because uh, they are able to encode this, uh, this structure. So what kinds of things can we encode? Well, what do you mean by topology? Uh, in general, with topology, uh, we say the, the structure, the local structure of a, of a node. The main idea is that uh, with one layer of graph neural network, we are able to encode uh, the local structure at the first level of the node, so the most uh, closest neighbors, let me say. And when you add different uh, layers to the network, you are able to, uh, to encode uh, uh, neighbors that are not so close to the central node, but they are in some way away from the, from the node. So the main idea is if you uh, stack different layers, you are able to uh, encode uh, a larger structure of the local gas structure represented by the node. So, Is there any uh, information loss in, in this encoding and uh, decoding process? Uh, yes, and uh, a lot of research is dedicated to uh, to gain information during the transformation from the structure of the knowledge graphs to the representation achieved with the graph neural networks. Because in the case of graph neural networks, in the much more uh, sim in the simplest architectures, you are not able to uh, really encode the, the structure of the, the local structure uh, of the node. Because in, in, the, in many ways, uh, in many cases, you just aggregate the information of the, of the neighbor nodes to the central node, but you are not, uh, you have no notion on the real structure. Mm -hmm. So for, for, the, for instance, uh, so in order to address uh, this specific uh, problem, uh, one of the much more uh, recent implementation of ground neural networks try to embed the representation of the knowledge graph in an hyperbolic space. And in the case of an hyperbolic space, uh, you are able to uh, maintain some, some information because in the case of uh, hyperbolic spaces, uh, they are an extension of the tree structures. So in this case, you are able to maintain uh, this type of information also in the embedding space. So also in the vectors and uh, you can exploit uh, uh, this information for, for specific tasks. Since graph neural networks basically store information about patterns they found in this knowledge graphs, right? And what we do with reasoning rules is we also, we define specific patterns for the inference engine to search for and to deduce new information from it. Isn't it on a, an abstract level, basically the same with maybe the difference that a graph neural network is able to work with probabilities and a reasoning engine is not? Yeah. As you correctly said, the graph neural networks exploit uh, has other machine learning techniques, statistics, in order to mm -hmm. identify patterns in the in the knowledge graphs, uh, on in any other graph structures. The the issue in this type of process, in this type of optimization process, is that uh, is that you are not able to uh, analyze and understand what happens. Uh, during the training process, during the learning process in a graph neural networks. On the other side, in the case of reasoning that uh, can be applied to ontologies, mm -hmm. you are able to interpret what happens under the hood because uh, in case of knowledge graphs, you have, uh, uh, let me say, uh, simple facts that describe the world. 
and you have the ontology that describe uh, the rules that can be applied to these uh, facts. And uh, the combination between these two elements uh, provide you uh, results uh, of the reasoning. So you are able to predict uh, all possible reasoning results exploiting these two elements. Uh, so they are different for this type of, uh, of learning process because in the case of machine learning graph neural networks, you have an optimization process uh, that exploits statistics in order to identify patterns. While on the other case, you have uh, uh, a description of the world using facts and you have rules of the ontology for predicting patterns that, uh, that can be completely and fully interpretable. And that's uh, a very interesting point in, uh, in my opinion. Do you see graph neural networks being interpretable and being able to explain why links and node labels have been suggested in the near future? One of the main problems of uh, graph neural networks, but also in general of other uh, deep learning techniques is that uh, you are not, uh, they are not interpretable. So you are not able to apply them for uh, in specific domains that the interpretation of the data and data in the interpretation of the results is uh, one of the most important point, because if you think about uh, uh, application in justice or application in medicine, you have to uh, make interpre interpretable this type of, of models. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that knowledge graphs can help in, in that direction because uh, their capacity of reasoning can be, will be, I think, in, uh, in some way incorporated directly into the, into the, into the machine learning model. And then it can help also for, it can help to uh, provide some interpretation on, on the results and also interpretation on how the model works. Okay, can you explain a bit more? So how would you combine reasoning with machine learning on top of the graph? Well, in general, mm, a very basic level of interpretation can be applied, for instance, uh, uh, in the case of limb prediction, uh, on the output of a graph neural network. Because uh, when you introduce a semantic level, you can understand if the output of the neural network is coherent or not. Uh, I, I try to provide you an example. I recently worked uh, on the knowledge graphs uh, built on top of uh, publications of Politecnico di Torino, so of my university. And the main idea was to create knowledge graphs and then apply graph neural networks in order to provide uh, uh, interesting, uh, new interesting information. For instance, to provide uh, uh, and to suggest uh, new opportunities, new collaboration opportunities between researchers uh, in order to create uh, new, also between researchers that have, uh, that have never been co-authors of the same papers. So interesting, uh, uh, interesting suggestions. And uh, in, if, you only, if we only consider the output of, uh, of a graph neural networks, the graph neural networks try, try to assign a score to any possible links uh, of the knowledge graphs. For instance, it uh, try to assign a score also for the prediction, uh, a paper is co-author of another paper. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it does not have sense from a semantic point of view. So in this case, you can exploit knowledge graphs in order to drive 
the score assignment and the prediction because we can say we can um, it, it can suggest to the graph neural networks well this prediction has no sense from a semantic point of view so you cannot uh, it's not useful that you analyze and you try to uh, calculate the score for this uh, for this type of link mm -hmm. so this is a very basic way in which we can uh, incorporate the semantic information provided by the knowledge graphs into the result of a, of a graph neural networks yeah so the thing is that building reasoning rules like all of ontology engineering is a very manual process nowadays right and not really scalable so if we could use graph neural networks to suggest reasoning rules that would be really boosting the ontology engineering process right yeah i totally agree with this point in fact uh, a very recent research direction is try to uh, in some way influence reasoning rules exploiting graph neural networks and um, that's also an interesting point because uh, uh, it can add uh, a step also for machine learning uh, explainability interpretability because if we are able to uh, influence reasoning uh, um, reasoning results using graph neural networks we can also we are able also also to provide uh, uh, information uh, and meta information let me say on these results uh, uh, because uh, the reasoning is a uh, is a logic is a uh, as uh, a logic there is a logic behind the reasoning so mm -hmm. this logic can be interpretable and understandable by by human beings so uh, the combination between the uh, neural and symbolic techniques uh, is a very important research directions uh, uh, also for for the interpretability for instance mm -hmm. so we just talked about using machine learning for knowledge graph construction or to be more precise knowledge graph enrichment now th yep. there is another thing that is uh, that might be becoming very complex in, in knowledge graph engineering which is connecting knowledge graphs from different domains modeled by different people with maybe even slightly different models can machine learning help in creating connections and uh, combining these different knowledge graphs uh, i believe so uh, because um, uh, the tasks that you mentioned is uh, can be also known as uh, ontology alignment right so uh, align two different ontologies that describe uh, uh, maybe two different domains, but have uh, some common uh, some common relations and some common points. I think that uh, this specific task can be also, uh, let me say, tackled using uh, using graph uh, graph neural networks because the main idea is always to create uh, uh, a relation, right? So a relation between two different classes of ontologies, or a relations between diff two different relations. And uh, if uh, the, both the ontologies are, uh, let me say, enough rich in terms of semantics, uh, I think that it can be, it can, it's possible. And uh, the main interesting thing is you can also exploit uh, the instances, so the data that are modeled using these, uh, these ontologies. And uh, they can provide also further information uh, 
that can be exploited by the graph neural networks in order to infer uh, this relationship uh, between the different schemas. So you can exploit both in, this, uh, in these cases. In the case of machine learning, traditionally, um, it's quite complex to uh, manage uh, evolving data. Mm -hmm. uh, so in the case of knowledge graphs, you, you get the point because uh, the powerful and uh, the strength of knowledge graphs is to, uh, that can, they are able to evolve in the time according to the evolution of the, uh, of the domain. And uh, I, I saw that there are a lot of uh, research also in, uh, in the direction of uh, uh, temporal graph neural networks. So graph neural networks that are able to resolve and uh, try to predict also uh, the evolution of the graphs during, uh, during the time. I know that, uh, for instance, Twitter, uh, uh, is the Twitter currently currently is doing a lot of research in this direction because, uh, as you know, in that case you have uh, social networks that evolve in the time, and uh, but actually they are much more focused on the instances of uh, of the data, and uh, maybe an interesting relation an interesting an interesting research direction uh, would be uh, the analysis of the evolution of the ontology during, during the time. Uh, I think that uh, you identified a good research direction for, for the future because uh, I did not see a lot, of, uh, uh, a lot of papers, a lot of articles, a lot of contributions for this specific task. So for analyzing the evolution of the knowledge graphs in terms of schema and not only in terms of, uh, of data. So Giuseppe, what do you think how a perfect system in the future might look like given this strength of knowledge graphs to be able to handle evolving data and this lack of possibilities with neural networks to represent evolving data? We should identify what is the best way in order to map uh, the knowledge graphs information, the knowledge graph structure uh, into the neural network. Because if you are, if you are able to map uh, the knowledge graph information on all the architectural traditional deep neural networks. So on the input data, on the internal layers and units, on the output data, we were able to create uh, uh, a system that is able to uh, exploit uh, the powerful in terms of classification and prediction of, uh, of deep learning techniques. But at the same time is a system that is able to interact with, uh, with the human being so for instance, with the domain expert in order to uh, explain its results and also to propose suggestions for, I don't know, other type of analysis. Because uh, I think that the, the last point, uh, uh, the last, uh, let me say, evolution of a artificial intelligence system, is not totally a basic interaction with the human being. So in general, the human being can make a questions and the system try to respond to this question. But I expect uh, a development in which uh, uh, the artificial intelligence system itself is able to provide suggestions and provide also to provide also a new direction uh, to, the, to the human being. And maybe the human being have never thought before 
uh, to this type of, of suggestions and directions. So I expect it as the combination between the knowledge graphs and the deep learning techniques uh, can, uh, uh, let me say, um, can provide yeah this type of, of uh, evolutionary systems. Mm -hmm. How do you connect that if you have the data represented in the knowledge graph and the data that is learned on top of the knowledge graph? I mean, how do you bring that together? And is that even the best way to represent knowledge? I mean, maybe maybe knowledge graphs is just a human way to represent knowledge, and in systems where AI doesn't need human interaction, maybe our data models and meta models are just inefficient to represent kinds of knowledge. Some tools maybe do not need a deep interaction with, uh, with the human being, but the information that comes from relations can, uh, uh, can be exploited uh, anyway, because uh, this information is in some way encoded in the knowledge graphs. And uh, this information in, is encoded because, uh, because we, we have some expectations. So we want to exploit this type of, of relations. Uh, in case of graph neural networks or machine learning techniques, you have no a direct notion of this uh, relation in terms uh, of human understanding. But uh, this, is, this relation is also a data point that can be exploited uh, uh, as uh, information for uh, for learning uh, prediction and for learning new other information for for other tasks.